0: so it's a it's it's a family which is very dear and near to us i always tell people that uh, uh, we have no family here except for lifehouse because uh, all our family is in lifehouse and uh, which is which is a good thing because today morning we're praying and uh, the, the word that uh, we were just discussing was on family so um, the bible says in psalms uh, david says in psalms that uh, that God will, God puts the, the lonely in families. Mm-hmm. So so we are not created to be uh, a lonely people. We are, going, we are created to be a family people, right? So we are part of a family, always. So, um, and I like this, this kind of a setup. I'm re- and I'm really excited for uh, Waterloo Church because I've not, I've seen not once but twice in my life uh, of churches growing from, uh, from, uh, from this kind of a size to, uh, to becoming really big churches. Like um, I, I first, first time I saw this in my college, I used to go to my college and the college had a fellowship and, uh, and there were times when I was the only person with the violin worshipping. And uh, there was one singer and one violinist. And it's such an odd thing because both of them are lead, like violin is a lead instrument. You can't play it like a guitar. Right, so so and uh, and so so we we did that, and now that's a, that's a, that's a huge. Um, um, they call it the UESI, but it's a huge uh, evangelical union uh, church, or not a church, a group of students. And the second time I saw this was in uh, in Bombay, uh, where um, I after my college I went to work in Bombay, and uh, this church was very small. I mean, um, uh, we had uh, maybe. Sometimes we used to have a drummer but no guitarist. Uh, sometimes we used to have uh, only violin and the singer. You know, so it was it was. Uh, and but God has uh, really shown us that um, it's not uh, it's not by our strength that the church grows; it's by His power that, it, that the church grows. And we are singing today about the presence of God uh, in, in um, And I, I truly believe that God is here this morning. Uh, because the the Hebrew word for presence is face so when we talk about the presence of God we are coming face to face with God it's like we are all sitting like this and uh, and talking to each other and so um, so um, I believe that as uh, as um, uh, as I'm sharing that God is doing, going to do something special here this morning um, so I received a, a schedule for the next three months from James. And um, what, I've, what I see there is that uh, for the first three months, we'll be doing something on kingdom culture. Okay, so, and uh, I'll be kind of um, introducing this uh, topic. Uh, and I'll, I'll share a bit and give a brief background. Or maybe it's a testimony that I want to share. And maybe just see if you uh, feel like, please add on. Um, in 2017, uh, we were... Um, uh, we started seeing some stability in our life because I I was traveling a lot before 2017, um, many different countries, many different cities. We were moving all the time. Most of the time in our house we had no furniture because we are, we are we are we uh, changing places so often that by the time we buy a furniture we are in the next city. Um, so it was a great time. I mean we we really thank God for uh, for that um, that uh, season of our life. But in 2017. We started seeing um, some kind of a, a stability in our life, and um, and, and when we both uh, started to think uh, that we should start uh, introducing some kind of a culture in our family, uh, you know, we we had seen this in the past few times in our in our families uh, how culture looks like, um, and so we wanted to start um, you know putting some culture and not just living like um, like you know on the go kind of a, a lifestyle. So, um, so we, and, and, and um, we were discussing this, and, and James, uh, without knowing what we are thinking, James is the is a, is a senior leader of Lifehouse, so without uh, knowing what uh, we were thinking about, he came to me and he asked me if I'm open to do a kingdom culture course. I think few of you are already doing this course. It's an amazing course. It's a, it's a kingdom culture course, and I said, why not? I mean, let me, let me take this opportunity and, and do this course and we did this course really you know in a, we took this course seriously and we worked through this uh, very hard in the sense we created our own notes we did uh, a lot of we captured a lot of commentaries and you know we did we did a lot of work on this and um, and then after um, you know we, we all know in 2020 the covid hit and uh, we couldn't uh, really travel anywhere right i mean i, I mean, we both come originally we are originally from india if you have family there parents and uh, uh, and siblings and their families um, and then in 20 uh in this uh, last year 2022 i i went first uh, and then then my wife jesse she traveled after after me and um, and uh, we heard from people that uh, we are different There's something has changed um that um, uh, and and they were really surprised to see how we respond to different situations how we talk uh, our, our style of talking had changed. Uh, it's not the accent, by the way, but uh, it's more of a, more of a, the way we, we were communicating with people, the, 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 the positivity that we were bringing, uh, the presence of God that we were sharing, um, and also the way we were responding to different situations um, was, had changed. So there was a transformation in our life without n- even knowing that there was transformation. It just felt normal to us, but it, for people who are seeing us after maybe say four or five years, they were like, wow, you guys have changed a lot. You, 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 you sound different, you look different. Uh, there should be something happening in your life. And so, um, and, and, that, and I believe, and we believe that, um, that, that this kingdom culture uh, and what we did um, and what we are going to do here in Waterloo um, had a big, big part uh, in, in in our transformation, okay. So I'll share. So I'll sh- I'll talk in three parts. And this is like a like a, a life group kind of a setup, a small group kind of a setup. Please feel free. Uh, we, we want to do it in this fashion because uh, it's more intimate, right? This is how the early church used to happen. Uh, it was never early church was never meant to separate people into congregation and the leaders. It was always. If you look at Paul's letters, it says, oh, this church in, in this person's home, uh, that church in that person's home. It always was referring to a home kind of a setup because always the church met as a family and as a home. Okay, so I'll share in three parts. Again, bear with me. If you think it's too long, just raise your hands and uh, and maybe we'll uh, we'll cut it short, okay? So... <laughs> So uh, so the first, uh, the first part is we'll talk about what kingdom culture is, right? I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see what, what is this all about. And then there are a few basic uh, terms that we need to know because in the next three months, a lot of us will be talking about, uh, about culture, values, principle, and, and to me, I don't know about you, but to me, if I don't know how they all fit together, it really is hard for me to understand what is uh, what is all uh, what all all of this is about. So let's let's uh, l- let me lay some foundation, and then I'll get get into um, uh, into something on, on the on the brain uh, because our brain um, knows how to learn and unlearn. Okay, so if you're thinking today, oh, I have I have uh, already learned everything. I, I I need to learn, or I'm I've been born this way. I cannot change then that's a, that's a kind of a lie that we want to break. And the third, we'll talk about the first principle of this kingdom culture that, uh, that, uh, that uh, you know, we have for today, okay? So, so have you realized in life that there are a lot of beliefs that we have which we don't even know that we have them? Have you realized that? Because we are going to school, because we are in an environment, because we are reading the newspaper, because we are reading Google, right? The news, news on, on Google. There's so many beliefs that we have about ourselves, about God, about our relationship with God, which are not true, right? So have you, have you sensed that any time in your life? Th- these beliefs actually determine who we are, honestly. Th- these, these beliefs, they determine who we are. Um, now, because I traveled uh, to, uh, I was traveling a lot, I could see a difference in culture, right? No two cities are, are are same. They're not, like for example, Waterloo and Mississauga, they're totally different. I, I know, and probably people have gone to both places, and if I ask them, hey, what, what is the difference between Mississauga and Waterloo? They, they, will, they, will, they will kind of uh, you know, be able to list down few differences, right? And, and most of these differences are related to the behavior of people. Does that make sense? Like behavior of people. Oh, people are very fast or rude or blah blah. Right. I mean, so so there is there is a there is always this. Uh, the people point to the behavior of people, right? And and if you go to like different countries, like for example, you go to Philippines and then you go to maybe say Saudi Arabia, right? Um, like you see that the, that the that the lifestyles are different. The way people live is different, and most of this. Um, the, the, and, and uh, most of the, uh, the, the, the differences in behavior is because of what people believe. What are, and these beliefs, we call them as values. What are the values of people, right? So I believe about something in my heart and, and that becomes my value system, right? And when I put that, those values into practice, that becomes a culture. And, and these values are made up of principles. So you can look at it like a hierarchy, right? There is a principle at the bottom, and these principles together, when we start believing in these principles, they form values. And when we start practicing these values, they become culture. And that's how, that's how uh, we see um, the, you know, the, these words being used. That is culture, values, and principles. Okay? Um, does that make sense? Okay. Now, I'll give a, a very, um, very crude example, not a very good example, but, but uh, kind of, I was thinking of different examples. Um, f- uh, for example, look at um, the, the, the driving um, style in a country like India, maybe, right? because I have driven there so I can talk about it. Um, and um, they drive on the, on the left side of the road, okay? For, for, our, exa- for our discussion, we will consider that in, in, in India, people drive on the right side of the road, like, just like Canada, right? So uh, now, let's talk about one scenario where the car is taking a right turn. The car is taking a right turn in India, and the car is taking a right turn in, in Canada. So in India, when the car is taking a right turn, uh, the people stop, that is the pedestrians <coughs> They stop, the car goes. Whereas in Canada, when the car is taking a right turn, the pedestrians go, but the car stops. You've seen the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so now there is a difference in behavior. Why do people behave differently in Canada, in India? Because of the the, print, the underlying principles that they believe in. So in India, there is a lot of traffic. there is a lot of, there are a lot of people. So if you stop on the on the road, while taking a right turn, you can create a traffic jam fairly quickly. And also India is a very ho- is a hot country. so so the the principle that they believe in is that you need to pass as quickly as possible so that you don't create trouble for others. And that's the reason why when 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 the people are when the, when when you see a car on the road and is' taking a right turn, the pedestrians stop because if, uh, because they know that the car will go. And, and, and that's what people believe in, and that's how their the behaviors are, are, are determined. Whereas in Canada, Canada, the traffic is less, right? And, then, and, the, and it's a cold country. So people on the street, they are in a cold environment, whereas we are a, the person in the car is in a warm car, so they, they stop so that the pedestrians can go, and the car then goes later. So there's a difference in behavior because the principles are different. Those principles, when we believe in, they become our values and those values when we practice they become culture right so, so that's that's the that's kind of a, a relationship you can put together and 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 um, now our values actually become a filters how we look at the world so for example there's a there's a core value which we will do later on it's called as the, his kingdom is advancing or or god's kingdom is advancing okay so that's a, that's a core value that we will do at some point in time now, imagine if you believe in that core value, that God's kingdom is advancing, and then there's a world event, like for example, COVID, or, or some, some attack on something, right? So our response to those world events will be very different uh, uh, based on what we believe. Now, if we believe that God's kingdom is advancing, okay? So we always will respond to these world events with hope and with love, we have hope for the future because of Jesus Christ. So his kingdom is advancing no matter what. And so our response would be that of hope and love. But if we don't believe that God's kingdom is advancing, then our response would be that of fear and anxiety. Okay, so so it's really important that what we believe in is how we respond to different things in this world. Okay, so that's the reason why it's really important that um, that we... we Really understand what we believe in. Now, when when you when you look at the at the values, we have a lot of values. There will be a lot of values in in each and um, in each of our lives, right? Uh, but there are certain values which we call as a core values. Okay. These values are core because they are they are the, our deepest beliefs. Okay. And these beliefs actually impact or influence every other value that we have. So uh, as part of Lifehouse, um, and the, again, this is not our, uh, you know, proprietary or something like that, but, but uh, we have identified that there are 14 core values, and these come from, um, uh, uh, um, you know, like uh, there are a lot of other churches that have also adopted these core values, again, uh, because these core values are, are more of a kingdom uh, core values, and there are 14 core values. So every month, we will look at one core value. And each core value will have uh, four principles. So every Sunday, there'll be one person who'll come in and will cover that principle. Okay, so now, how to change my beliefs? How do I change my beliefs? Right, so um, um, I I will go to the Bible later, but um, but I'll talk about science first. Okay, because I know this is a... And again, I'm not a I'm not a, a a brain scientist or a psychologist. I'm actually a technology specialist. Okay, I'm a, uh, so so I might be using some terms which may not be scientific, right? But uh, but um, but I'll try my best. Um, so a few years la- uh, a few years ago, um, uh, my company had asked me to work on a, on a project uh, with a team, um, and this team was trying to. Uh, since I'm a technologist, right, so this team was trying to uh, find a solution to prevent from these huge servers from, c- from crashing. Okay, we use these huge, huge computers, they're just like these computers, like they're, 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 these are like industries, you know, the enterprise-grade uh, servers, huge servers. And on these servers, they have, uh, our clients have their applications running. Okay, so if these the servers crash or go down, then the clients, our clients cannot access their applications, and because of that, their employees are not productive, they can't service their customers, so there are a lot of problems that they go through. So what they asked us to do is to find a way in which we can prevent the servers from crashing. And I was working with this team, and this team uh, implemented a very innovative solution using machine learning. I, I'm sure you guys have heard of machine learning where um, it's a it's an interesting piece of software, which looks at the history um, uh, in this machine in this server, and it'll learn how the 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 server has crashed in the past, and then it'll find out ways to prevent it from happening in the future. So it's a it's a very um, you know innovative uh, technology. It's it's part of the artificial intelligence that um, that we always talk about, um, and but. Uh, my interest uh, was drawn towards uh, the brain because when I, when I looked at, um, uh, at uh, machine learning and started reading about machine learning and AI, um, I, I started seeing that a lot of these concepts are copied from the brain, which God has created. And, and, then, and in the brain, um, there's a lot of activity that is going on. And, and what scientists have found out is that when, before we can verbalize a decision, before I can verbalize a decision or enact a decision, there is a lot of activity that is going on in the brain. And this activity is going on, going on in the in the non-conscious or the subconscious section of the brain. And the processing that is happening in our brain is, is affected by a lot of our history, memories that we have. Uh, it is affected by a lot of our beliefs that we have, a lot of our experiences that we have, lot of these education and learning that we have. So all the decisions that are coming out of our brain is actually, um, you know, is, is going through these uh, filters, these different filters in our mind before we make a decision. And, 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 um, and that's why the beliefs are important, right? Because if you be, be, ro- believe in something wrong, then the decisions that come out, the choices that you make will be wrong. And, and also when I started just investigating more, and there's a lot of, um, a lot of things that are, that are happening um, in terms of investigation when it comes to the brain because it's a newer, newer kind of a science, right? So um, th- what they found out is our brain has this ability to learn, has an l- ability to unlearn and learn. So there are these uh, cells called neurons, the you know, nerve cells called neurons, and these neurons, they carry messages. Uh, uh, between uh, the different regions of the brain and also from the brain to the body and from the body to the brain. So they are like the the, the, the communication lines in the body. right? Are, are, and they're called as neural networks and you, you'll find this uh, term neural networks a lot in AI, AI as well. Now, uh, science has, uh, has, uh, has shown that or, or the scientists have, have identified that some of these neurons um, they can they can grow or die. So the neural network is always getting changed or organized. So sometimes the things that we use a lot, the neurons that we use a lot, they become stronger. The neurons that we don't use, they eventually die. Okay, so our so brain is able to unlearn and learn. So if you think today that, oh, I have been like this forever, then maybe that's wrong because the, the, the science says that you can actually change and you can grow, okay? And, uh, and I'll come to the Bible in a second. Um, um, a lot of this research is used, if you're in HR, human resource, a lot of this, uh, this uh, research is being used in HR these days, where people used to think that we need to hire people for skills, but now people are getting hired for attitude because there's, a, there's something known as a growth mindset, A person with a growth mindset can go into any situation and he can actually learn a skill. And and it is not that you need to learn a skill and then come into a company. So a lot of these companies which are working on newer technologies, they're looking for people with a growth mindset. Now the Bible, actually science is actually catching up with what Bible was speaking about all along. And and let's turn to uh, Romans chapter 12 and i need to find mine as well romans chapter 12 verse 2 and i'll i'll read from uh, the new living translation okay um, romans chapter 12 verse 2 it's a it's a letter which is written by paul one of the best expositions of the gospel in the bible Okay, so if you really want to know what the gospel is, read Romans. Um, It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So God can transform us by changing the way we think. If we change the way we think, we will see transformation in our life. And when we see transformation in our life, we we learn what what is God's will for our life. God's will for our life is always good. It is always pleasing. It's always perfect. So 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 the Bible has always been talking about it. That don't copy the the behavior and customs of this world. You might you might be learning something. You might be in a in a, in a you might have been in an environment where you've learned something. That is all coming from the world, unknowingly. But when we let God work in our life, um, I don't know if uh, James mentioned this or someone else mentioned this. If you're not intentionally discipled by Jesus, you're, you're being unintentionally discipled by the world. Okay, so if you, if you, it's unintentional. Like you don't even know, but you're being discipled by the world. So, so what, what uh, the Romans 12 is saying is that do not copy the 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 behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform us by by changing the way we think. So today, let's uh, let's go with that uh, with that learning that God for for this particular community has a plan, and especially this kingdom culture gives you that understanding and the language, that language, so that when we start declaring some of these truths, some of these, uh, the reality of, uh, of uh, who we are, or who God is, what is our relationship to God, when we start declaring them, that these, uh, you know, the, the neurons, they start becoming stronger, the, the, the right neurons start becoming stronger, and the, and, the, and, the, and the ones which are not right, they start fading away, so that we learn, unlearn and learn the right beliefs and live a transformed life. Okay, so that's, so that's the foundation, right? I mean, that's the, that's the reason why we're doing this Kingdom Culture as a, as, a, as a series in this year. Okay, at least for the first three months we're doing it. Now, now, what is the core value for today or for this month? The core value for this month is Jesus is central to everything. Jesus is central to everything. Everything to, that we do, Jesus is the center of it. Okay. And, the, and the principle that we're looking at today is, uh, and I'll read it. You can actually go to our website and you can find this under our website. Yeah, or about, uh, uh, in our website under who we are, I believe, or about us. The, there you will see a link where you can see these core values. Uh, the first uh, principle is we recognize that everything in heaven and earth was created through Jesus for Jesus. He is the head of the church. In everything, he has supremacy. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. Our power and authority comes from him. We recognize that everything in heaven and earth was created through Jesus for Jesus. He is the head of the church. In everything, he has supremacy. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. Our power and authority comes from him. Again, I'm preaching to the choir. Right? I mean, we all have been Christians for for some time, and we know this, that uh, that uh, that you know uh, uh, that uh, everything in heaven and earth was created f- through Jesus and for Jesus. Right. So, but but let's look at one scripture in the interest of time, and uh, probably I would need some help. Um, I would need uh, someone to read the scripture for us, and and I'll, I'll let me tell you that this scripture that we're reading is the most influential scripture in the entire bible okay the most uh, in influential scripture it has changed it it actually has influenced a lot of christian thinking in the, in the in the in the in the whole in the whole of christian history so let's look at colossians chapter 1 verses 15 to 20 it's a poem okay it's a poem it's a six verse poem and this was written by paul and uh, and we'll read it once, and 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 then we'll look at it from two different angles. Okay, the one first angle is the contextual angle, or the or we look at it from a contextual standpoint, and then we'll look at it from a spiritual standpoint. Okay, and then we'll read this again at the end, and let's see if our understanding of the scripture has changed. Does that sound okay? So if 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 anybody wants to volunteer, uh, please you know like uh, Colossians one. Uh, verses fifteen to twenty. If any any volunteers today for uh, reading this scripture? Yeah, please, please. Awesome. Thank you so much. So, so this is a, a six verse uh, poem that was written by Paul. Now we need to understand why did Paul write this poem in the middle of a letter. Um, so let's look at it from a from a contextual standpoint. Okay. Um, now. This, this epistle, it's called an epistle because a letter which is written to a group of people is generally known as an epistle. So it was written to a, 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 the church, of, a church in Colossae. Okay? Colossae is a, is a small, so by that time Colossae was not a very important city. It was not a big, it was not a, a, a major city. It was a town. And that's the reason why Paul did not go to Colossae. Because Paul was always focused on the big big cities and the big towns, right? So he did not go there. It was the church here was established <laughs> by by um, by someone else uh, called Epaphras, right? Now, um, um, now in this ch- in this place, they were Greeks, and they were pagans, and they were uh, the Jewish people. Okay, the three three th- three different types of people, and. And the Jew and the and the Greeks they they kind of believed in something known as dualism. Okay, it's called philosophic dualism. Uh, by that, and just a simple understanding of of this uh, this this, uh, this philosophy is that they believed that the spirit is good, but m- matter is bad. So spirit is good, but matter is evil. Okay, so that's that's what they believed in. So because matter is evil. Because of that they could not fathom the humanity of Jesus Christ. They, they thought that matter is evil, so Jesus Christ cannot be human. So So because of that, they always believed that that Jesus was a spirit. okay He was a spirit and and he was a spirit who came from God and and now in this city, the Greeks they worship different uh, different gods, right? different spirits. So they kept Jesus as one of the spirit among all the other spirits. So for people who are r- running away from the pagan religion, from the Greek religion, um, they they are all coming to Jesus as one of the many gods in that place. Okay, so so there was this problem that uh, they did not believe in the deity of Jesus Christ because Jesus and they considered Jesus to be a, a lesser spirit, and they did not believe in the humanity of Jesus Christ. Now this is a big problem because. Because um, now this is chapter you know this poem is in the in chapter one. How many chapters are there in Colossians four, right? So the second chapter of Colossians actually talks about what is the problem in this kind of a belief system? Because Jesus was, a, was they did not con- they believe in the deity of Jesus Christ and in the humanity of Jesus Christ, they did not believe in the all sufficiency of Jesus Christ. They did not think or consider Jesus to be, Uh, sufficient for their salvation so they started worshiping angels so they started worshiping angels so they're worshiping god but they're worshiping jesus but they're also worshiping other angels they also started to um to follow the jewish customs they started eating kosher meat they started following the religious calendar okay so so they're doing so they said okay jesus is not all sufficient i need to do these five other things to be saved and so there was jewish influence there they were pushing them. Oh, you, Jesus is not all sufficient. You need to be a Jew to be saved. So they are now following all the Jewish customs, and then they are also doing all the pagan worship. And so it's it was a very confused kind of a church. So so Paul wanted to set that right, and that's the reason why he writes this and and establish the deity of Jesus Christ and the humanity of Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's the the contextual angle. When we believe in the deity of Jesus Christ and in the humanity, when we set that belief right, then what is recorded in the in, in Colossians chapter three and four will happen in our life. That is, every aspect of our life will be transformed. That's what Paul writes in in chapter three, that in our office life will change because the way we deal with our bosses, the way we deal with our subordinates will completely change. The way we we deal with our wife, with our husband, with our kids, will all change. there will be a complete revamp in how we look and deal with the world and there will be a complete transformation in our life. So that's chapter three and chapter four that uh, so when we have the right beliefs in who Jesus Christ is there is a transformation right there that takes in our life. okay now let's, let's look at the, the spiritual side of it. okay so we looked at the contextual what is the spiritual side of it? The point that Paul is trying to make and the only point that Paul is trying to make is this, that the the lord through whom we are being redeemed is the same lord through whom we have been created Okay, the, the lord through whom we are being redeemed we are being redeemed through jesus christ it is the same lord through whom we have been created that's the point that jesus, that, uh, that paul is trying to make that is the god uh, jesus is not replacing the god of abraham or the god of uh, of exodus he is he is actually showing or he is he is he is the image and he is showing who god is and 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 so so there is this uh, this concept of trinity that is coming into 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 play right so so now let's go back and read this scripture again the first three verses they talk about crea- uh, new cre- uh, creation then the the next like this 15, uh, 15 16 17 they're talking about creation 18 19 20 they're talking about new creation okay so now let's read about uh, read this scripture, and then we'll close. Um, so I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Okay, I, I like this translation. So, so it says uh, Colossians chapter one, verses 15 to 20. Um, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created, and is supreme over all creation. That's exactly what Jesus said to the, to the religious le- leaders that I was before Abraham. Okay, And Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He, Christ came to show who God is. Now verse 16. For through him God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made things we can see and the things we cannot see. Such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. And verse 17, he existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. You can read a ton of commentary on these three verses. If you write from science, physics, uh, galaxies, to anything you want. Okay, so here uh, Paul is talking about creation in these three verses. The next three verses, that is 18 onwards, Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body, he is the beginning. Supreme over all who rise from the dead, so he is first in everything. So, he's called talking about new creation. For God is in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. When God, John chapter one verse fourteen says that the Word dwelt among us. The Word dwelt is actually tabernacled. Is if you go back to the original Hebrew, it or Greek, it's it's the word. The word dwelt is word for tabernacle so Jesus was a tabernacle of God in which God lived inside of Jesus and then verse 20 and through him God reconciled everything to himself he made peace with everything in him in heaven and on earth and by means of Christ's blood on the cross so the God through whom we are redeemed is the same Lord through whom we were created so it's it's one and the same so that's the point that uh, Paul is try- trying to make you guys are good okay so there are a lot of other other uh, scriptures related to this particular principle there is um, you know if you go to our website you will find at least uh, six uh, scriptures that are relevant for this including matthew chapter 28 which talks about the great commission uh, but we'll not deal with them today but what we'll do towards the end as we close let's break one one lie and how do you break a lie by making declarations. When, when we start confessing with our mouth, right there, there's something that happens because we start hearing the truth, the reality through our ears that something happens in our brain that, that kind of um, you know, uh, unlearns and learns the right belief. So we'll, we'll, we'll break one lie today. Uh, it's, um, the lie is this, that I have focused on personal growth in the past but it didn't help. I am who I am, and I will never change. So this is the lie. I have focused on personal growth in the past, but it did not help. I am who I am, and I will never change. Okay. So maybe if you if you're okay, um, I have two declarations, uh, and we can actually, if you guys w- want to repeat after me, please repeat. So I'll I'll, I'll maybe. T- uh, you know say a short phrase, and you can repeat after me, okay, the Lord is causing me to grow without me even knowing the extent of it, okay once again, the Lord is causing me to grow without me even knowing the extent of it. Okay, we'll do one more. I'm growing daily in my character, integrity, love, organization, communication, and leadership. Once again, I'm growing daily in my character, integrity, love, organization, Communication and leadership. Okay, so so that's that's pretty much it. What I had uh, for today. Um, uh, I is anyone um, led to pray? I mean, just go ahead and um, just uh, pray for us. If